0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa and I will be reading a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And today's poem is entitled I'm Grown. Here we go. Mama told me that I would be grown when I had a place of my own to live in, transportation, and maybe a kid. Well, now I have all three of these things, but I got them in my teenage years. I still don't feel grown. No, not at all. And before you can walk, you have to crawl. Daddy told me that I would be grown when I have a man of my own to cook for him and cater to his needs, doing all of this while being his wifey. Well, now I have all of these things. But I got them without discovering me. I still don't feel grown. No, not at all. Listening to them placed my life on pause. I'm not grown. I'm still a child. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. And for those of you who have been listening to my episodes, you are very much aware that I have been talking about the wives in the Bible. And today will be no different. Today, I will be reading excuse me, out of the book of Judges. And it is Judges chapter 13, 1 through Uh, verse 1 through verse 25 out of the message Bible so here we go and then the people of Israel were back at it again doing what was evil in God's sight God put them under the domination of the Philistines for 40 years. At that time, there was a man named Manoah from Zora, from the tribe of Dan. His wife was barren and childless. The angel of God appeared to her and told her, "I know that you are barren and childless, but you're going to become pregnant and bear a son." But take much care. Drink no wine or beer. Eat nothing. Ritually unclean. You are, in fact, pregnant right now. Carrying a son. No razor will touch his head. The boy will be God's Nazarite from the moment of his birth. He will launch the deliverance from Philistine oppression. The woman went to her husband and said, A man of God came to me. He looked like the angel of God. Terror laced with glory. I didn't ask him where he was from. And he didn't tell me his name. But he told me, you're pregnant. You're going to give birth to a son. Don't drink any wine or beer and eat nothing ritually unclean. The boy will be God's Nazarite from the moment of birth to the day of his death. Manoah prayed to God, Master, let the man of God you sent Come to us again and teach us how to raise this boy who is to be born. God listened to Manoah. God's angel came again to the woman. She was sitting in the field. Her husband Manoah wasn't there with her. She jumped to her feet and ran and told her husband, he's back. The man who came to me that day. Manoah got up and following his wife came to the man. He said to him, Are you the man who spoke to my wife? He said, I am. Manoah said, So when what you say comes true, what do you have to tell us about this boy and his work? The angel of God said to Manoah, Keep in mind everything I told the woman. Eat nothing that comes from the vine. Drink no wine or beer. Eat no ritually unclean foods. She's to observe Everything I commanded her. Manoah said to the angel of God, please stay with us a little longer. We'll prepare a meal for you. A young goat. God's angel said to Manoah, even if I stay, I won't eat your food. But if you want to prepare a whole burnt offering to God, go ahead offer it Manoah had no idea that he was talking to the angel of God then Manoah asked the angel of God what's your name when your words come true we'd like to honor you the angel of God said what's this you ask for my name you wouldn't understand it's sheer wonder. So Manoah took the kid and the grain offering and sacrificed them on a rock altar to God who works wonders. As the flames leapt up from the altar to heaven, God's angel also ascended in the altar flames when Manoah and his wife saw this they fell face down to the ground Manoah and his wife never saw the angel of God again only then did Manoah realize that this was God's angel he said to his wife we're as good as dead We've looked on God. But his wife said, If God were planning to kill us, he wouldn't have accepted our whole burnt offering and grain offering or revealed all these things to us, given us this birth announcement. The woman gave birth to a son they named him Samson. The boy grew and God blessed him. The Spirit of God began working in him while he was staying at a denite camp between Zora and Eshtel. So, this was read out of Judges Chapter 13, 1 through 25. And we see that Samson, that the prophecy was given to Samson's mother, and she was provided specific instructions. She was Manoah's wife. She was barren and childless childless, when the angel of God crossed her path. And for those of you that don't know what barren means, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, it well, the way that this is actually defined, so according to the miriam webster dot com, it is incapable of producing offspring used especially of females or matings, barren women, not yet or not recently pregnant, so when the angel of God met. Manoah's wife, she was childless and she was unable to have children, but he spoke to her and told her that she was going to bear a son and in fact, she was currently pregnant with child. And he proceeded to give her instructions on what not to do while she was carrying this baby. And she was ecstatic. So she went went and told her husband about this encounter. And he wanted to meet the very person that had spoken to her. It was the angel of God. She saw him another time, ran to her husband and told her husband, there he is. He jumped up, went to talk to him and was pretty much like, what say you? We need help. (laughs) We need for you to guide us on how to take care of this child that you are saying has purpose. And the angel of God told him. Everything that I have stated to your wife, I need for you to honor that. And I need for her to do that verbatim. She is not to partake of wine. She is not to partake of beer. She is not to eat any unclean thing, anything that came from a vine. Because there is a call on this baby's life. And he is going to set some people free. Immediately, that seemed like a burden (laughs) to Manoah and to his wife. So he was like, can you just stay a little? How about this? Just can you stay a little longer? Can we feed you at least? And the angel of God was like, I'm not going to eat your food. (laughs) If you want to provide a burnt offering to God, then you go right ahead. But, yeah, I, I didn't come here for that. I came here to deliver a message. And he delivered the message. And then Manoah was like, could you at least tell us your name? We want to be able to give credit where credit is due. And the response... That the angel. Gave. Manoah. Was like. You wouldn't even. If I. If I took the time. To tell you my name. You wouldn't even understand. It's sheer Wonder. His name is unlike any other name to the point that he knew telling them who he was or what his name was would be too much for them to wrap their minds around because they didn't know it, but they had had an actual encounter with God. God's angel is what it says. And by the time they realized it, as they were giving up the burnt offering and the grain offering, and then the angel of God went up with the flames, that's when they realized because they were, they were giving the burnt offering and the grain offering unto God. So for the angel of God to go up in flames with those offerings That's when they received the divine revelation. Wait a minute. We literally just had a God encounter. Once they recognized that they had a God encounter, Manoah was like, oh, he going to kill us now. (laughs) We've been in his presence. Oh, he surely we're about to die. And his wife had to reason with him. And she was like, That's not what this is about. If God was going to kill us, he would not have even told us about carrying the boy and what the purpose of the boy is going to be and what the type of diet I need to be on while I'm with child. He would not have gone through all of that if the ultimate goal was to kill us. No, that's not what this was about. And even though they never had a God encounter like that again. They were able to attest to the fact that they received direct instructions from the angel of God himself. Now, according to Manoah, the reason why he thought that they were going to die is because they looked upon God. Now. For those of you that study the Bible quite often, it says that no man has looked upon God and lived. So from what I see, that context is what he was thinking. He was thinking along that vein, like we've laid eyes on God. There's no way after laying eyes on him that we can live after this. God really will do the foolish things to confound the wise. Because he preserved their lives. Not only did he preserve their lives. The prophecy of her having a son. Came to pass. And she gave birth to Samson. She did everything. That was asked of her. And they gave him the name Samson. The boy. And as he grew up. God blessed him Not only that the spirit of God some people call it the anointing the anointing was covering Samson while he was staying at a denite camp between Zora and Eshtal But as I was reading this text One of the things that stood out to me is that this is the second time that I have read and shared where God told the man to listen to his wife. And... I think that's a beautiful thing because a lot of times we have a tendency to feel that relationship is a one-way street. That is whatever the man says. But men, there are women who God speaks directly to. And they... May have and may be carrying your next breakthrough. It's a wonder. It's a sheer wonder. He's able to do that. But then you also must have a spirit of discernment. To be able to pick up on when. God is speaking directly to that woman. And not feel as if. The only person that can hear from him is you. Because he may have a message, a prophetic message, that he is trying to get to you through your wife. But if your heart is hardened, if you your mind is made up that he can't use a woman, because I've heard this so many times in life. <laughs> This this debunks that. God can use whoever he wants. He can make a rock cry out. Look it up. It's in the Bible. He can make a donkey talk. Look it up. It's in the Bible. <laughs> he can use whatever he wants. Whenever he wants. That includes woe man. So this takes from the false understanding that women cannot be used by God, that women cannot be vessels that He chooses to get a word through into. This takes that whole notion away because He spoke directly to Manoah's wife. She was the one that went to Him and said, I've had an encounter. With this man, and he told me that I'm pregnant, and he told me that I'm gonna have a son, and he gave me specific instructions on what I need to do while I am with child. Now, get this this is what this is amazing to me because this also shows me without anyone telling me that there's something beautiful about. Being covered by God. I see God covering them twice because she was with child before she got the instructions of what to do and what to eat and what not to drink. She was already with child. So, not knowing that she was pregnant. She could have already partook or partaken of food that was connected to the vine, wine, beer, you name it. Not knowing that she was with child. But when the man, the angel of God spoke to her. She aligned, she lined right up. That tells me that God covered her. In her ignorance, he covered her. She didn't know she was pregnant. So there's no telling what she was eating. She could have been a part of a feast. She could have just came from a feast. She could have been preparing for a feast, whatever. But the moment that she had a God encounter... And he gave her specific instructions. She didn't keep that to herself. She shared it with her husband. But anything she was doing prior to having her God encounter, I see where God covered her. Where I also see that God covered them is when they gave the burnt offering and the grain offering and saw him. Their lives were spared. Their lives were spared. They were able to see his sheer wonder. (laughs) By the fact that he spared their lives. He's wonderful. He's marvelous. He's the great I am. And they were able to see that. Live and living color. Because they had a God encounter, and then how He handled them, <laughs> and then God has swagger. I don't care what nobody says. Let me let you know what swagger is, and the reason why I say he has swagger, God said no in one of the one of the smoothest of ways, because He told them, "I'm not going to eat your food." Y'all can't eat everybody's food, okay? You don't know what people are doing behind closed doors. You don't know what they praying over their food or praying. You can't eat everybody's food, okay? That's the message for somebody. But anyway, swagger. This is the definition. Walk or behave in a very confident and typically arrogant or aggressive way. Ver- a very confident, And it says it aggressive again. He still has swagger. Because he said, I'm not going to eat your food. (laughs) But if you want to give a burnt... And then he was suggestive with it. If you want to give a burnt offering to God, go right ahead. He was telling them what the decent and an order thing to do was. Without ever saying who he was. After giving you this mighty word. After giving you this wonderful word, the what, what I would encourage you to do is go ahead and give a burnt offering up to God. Go ahead and do that. And then they doubled it. They did more than what was what was suggested. They didn't just give him a burnt offering. They gave him a grain offering. So they doubled the gift. By doubling the gift, I believe he doubled the blessing. He preserved their lives. But could you imagine? Could you imagine having a God encounter and seeing him? And living to talk about it, even if it is just to your spouse. That time you realize, because that's what happened. By the time they realized that they had a God encounter, (laughs) Manoah was already like, okay, it's time for, he going to call us home right now. We, we about to die. We are not even, I know he said we're going to have a son, but uh, uh, we didn't already see him go up in flames. And we just gave these offerings. And I mean, did you, I know you saw what I saw. It's time for us to die. Because there's no way that we can see God and live. But he spared their lives. And his wife had enough wisdom Mm. on here on this podcast. We are raw, which is real and wise. She had enough wisdom to know. No. He wouldn't do us like that. There's no way that he is going to tell me that I am with child and that I'm going to have a son. And that the son that I have is going to launch the deliverance from Philistine oppression. There's no way he's going to play with my emotions this way or yours as the father. He's not going to do us like that. If he makes a promise, then the promise is going to come to pass. Huh. And it did. It came to pass. They had the boy. They named him Samson. And God blessed him. So everything that was said to her. I would like to believe from the time she had her God encounter, she literally lined up with the word that was given to her. She went and told her husband about that word. The word was confirmed and he was told, follow the instructions I gave to your wife. And then even, so this tells me, this is what this tells me. As I'm looking at this marriage between Manoah and his wife, first off, she honored her husband. The minute that this man told her what was needed, she ran to her husband and told her husband, This man, I crossed this path with this man. It's what he said to me. And then Manoah's like, I gotta meet him. I gotta meet him. So the minute that she sees him again, she runs and tells her husband, There he is. He jumps up, takes a moment, starts asking him questions. So, I mean, my wife didn't tell me what you said. She's pregnant. Please give us instructions on how how are we supposed to take care of this? This child that you are saying is going to be the vessel that is used to deliver the people from Philistine oppression. We need to know what to do. Help us out. Please and thank you. And the angel of God said, everything I said to your wife, y'all need to do. And Manoa's like, okay, okay, okay. But I'm going to do that. I'm going to do what you said. But can we at least feed you? And the angel of God was like, I'm not going to eat your food. <laughs> Do you know how many times we may hear God give us instructions? And instead of just lining up with those instructions, we start making our own creating our own appetite for what it is that we want and trying to feed it back to God. He's like, I'm not going to eat your food. I'm not doing, I know what I said. (laughs) I know what I promised you. I don't have an appetite for what it is that you are trying to give back to me, but you may want to, Reframe how you're thinking and start giving me an offering, praising me, worshiping me, aligning with the promise, aligning with what it is that I have said I'm going to do in your life. Speaking to the barren women, the barren wives, the childless wives. These are clear instructions that he has given. No one. And and what I see is that he was like, by my you're already with child. Could it have been because he said you're pregnant? God is a God. He operates with his word. So, yes, she could have literally been pregnant physically or he could have been prophesying that she's pregnant now. And this is what you need to do. In preparation to conceive. Either way it goes. He spoke those things that be not as though they are. He told her she was going to have a son. She didn't even know she was pregnant. And then he gave her specific instructions. So instead of making. I've heard people say like, oh, I'm too old to have kids or oh, they said if you're hearing directly from God and he has said, I am going to bless your womb. It may not happen. I don't even know why it is I'm talking about this, but I'm going to be obedient. It may not happen the way that you intended for it to happen. But if you know that you've heard directly from him that you are going to have a child, stand on the promise. Don't Feedback to him, but this is what the doctor said and this is what the doctor, if he's giving you direct instructions, I need you to fast and pray for this many days. I need you to go ahead and eliminate this from your diet. I need you to go ahead and start drinking plenty of water. I need for you to make sure that whatever the instruction is, if you know that you have a right relationship with him and if you know that you hear from him, It may not make any sense to anyone else, but he is a sheer wonder. He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask, think, or even imagine. But a lot of times what we do is we we put up these defenses in terms of because our carnal mind cannot fathom some of the promises that God has made to us. In private, we will start to give to him. Let me make a let me make a meal for you suitable for what I see, suitable for where I'm at, suitable for my current appetite. And he's like, I'm not going to eat your food. <laughs> what you may want to do is get in alignment with the things that I have promised you so that you can see those things come into fruition. I know it don't make sense sometimes. I know it's hard for you to understand at times. But they had an actual God encounter. And she had double portion. That was a double portion encounter. She didn't see God once. She saw God twice. Twice. She asked for a thing. And he honored it. He heard her. He heard her. He heard Manoah. Let me take that back. He heard Manoah. Because Manoah prayed to God. In verse 8 it says. Manoah prayed to God. Master. Let the man of God. You sent. Come to us again and teach us how to raise this boy who is to be born. God listened to Manoah. Excuse me. Some of you feel as if God doesn't hear you and that he doesn't listen to you. But that's not true. Because in verse 9 through 10, it says, God listened to Manoah. God's angel came again. To the woman. She was sitting in the field. Her husband Manoah wasn't there with her. She jumped to her feet. And ran and told her husband. He's back. The man who came to me that day. Manoah got up. And following his wife. Verse 11. Came to the man. He said to him. Are you the man who spoke to my wife? He said. I am. So let me pause there for a moment. God says that he is the great I am. Notice how the response was, I am. And when he says, can you at least give me your name? He said, you wouldn't understand. It's a sheer wonder. Because he's telling them without telling them. That he is, they would not have had the capacity to digest the fact that God had visited them live and in living color in that moment. They could not have fathomed that. The moment that it dawned on Manoah that God had literally been in his presence. And his wife's presence, he was like, "Oh, we about to die." <laughs> so, could you imagine if God would have said, "I'm God," <laughs> Mm-mm, they probably would have they They probably would have overcome with fear. Well, at least Manoa, the wife, she seemed so. Yeah, her relationship with God was on a whole nother level, honey. Um. But he probably would have just been he probably would have just passed out and and fell over (laughs) just from shock. Like, wait a minute, you're you're God. And probably just. Yeah. So he couldn't handle it. And God knew that he knew they couldn't handle his truth. (laughs) So he showed them the truth. And then he covered them while he was doing it. God is such an amazing God. If you don't know him for yourself, I would just suggest try him. (sighs) He's so amazing. But that is one of the wives that is in the Bible. Manoah's wife. Now, I don't know if you picked up on it, but I did. She was barren. She was childless. And... um. I do not see a name. She remained nameless. And yet, she saw God twice. Wow. Wow. She remained nameless. Because I do not see her name. Unless later on, further down the line, she has one. In this particular chapter, Judges chapter 13, 1 through 25, I do not see where her name is mentioned. But I see where she was childless and barren and that was mentioned. Okay. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. But she had enough. Faith, in my opinion, to honor the angel of God and to do what he said do. She had enough faith to share with her husband what he had said. And then God, I believe, was moved by that because Manoah was like, Show up again. Let the man show up again. The same man that met with her. I want to meet him. Can he show up again please? And the reason why I believe that Manoah needed for God to show up again. Is for the very reason that he stated. He wanted to know. Okay you told her what to do while she's carrying the child. But what do we do after the child gets here? And God said just... Do what she said. Follow her. The instructions I gave her, you follow them. Honor those instructions. And in Manoah's mind, okay, you've given us this wealth of information. This is like a beautiful testament of uh, us about to be parents. I want to celebrate in some way, form, or fashion. Can I at least feed you? God was like, nope. I am not going to eat your food. But it's okay for you to give me a burnt offering. And he went above, Manoah went above and beyond and did two offerings to God. Not even knowing that it was God. He thought it was an angel of God. He didn't even know that it was God. Neither one of them did. But it did not change the outcome. Whether they knew that he was God or not. It did not change the outcome. God's Word did not return back unto him void, and Samson was born and blessed. We may not always have the answers we may it may not always turn out the way that we think it's going to turn out, but it's a wonder, it's a sheer wonder. <laughs> Any time that we are being covered, led, instructed by God, it's going to be a beautiful thing. It may not turn out the way that we thought that it was going to turn out when we thought that it was going to turn out, but when it does, it's a sheer wonder. <laughs> it's a sheer wonder. Manoah and his wife had Samson. So, although she was named less and for a season childless, God still had the final say. And she went from being childless to giving birth to a child who was so anointed that he became the vessel that God used to deliver the people from Philistine oppression. Now, that's a mighty God. (laughs) That's a mighty God. So, be willing. Be willing to follow his instructions verbatim. Whatever they may be. So that you can have a God encounter. And know the great I am as I am. And experience his sheer wonder. I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon. Whenever it is that you hear this episode. But this is going to conclude my episode on today. And to my future hubby, I pray that whenever God says yes to you and I, that you will trust the God in me and allow me to operate in his sheer wonder. (laughs) I love you. Love, Teresa. So, y'all do me a huge favor as this concludes my episode on today. Please, please, please take care of yourself because there is only one you. And also, I hardly ever ask this, but y'all, I'm just going to share it. Could y'all do me a huge favor and share this episode? I only ask because one of my goals is about to come into fruition and you can help me do that. And that has reached 20,000 listens by the end of July of 2023. So please do me a huge favor and share this episode. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening.